or I'm not going to lie. Warning, beginning of the podcast. This is going to be a longer podcast. There's just so much to talk about. We got Pistons. We got NBA playoffs. We got NHL playoffs. We got Tiger sweeping the Cardinals. We got listener questions. We got College World Series. We got European Minute. But it's going to be a fun podcast. This is going to be the best podcast. I'm so excited because I finally have good news to talk about. That's what's so exciting about it. So let's get into it. And obviously, obviously the first topic that has to be Pistons get the number one pick. Last night, I went into it thinking this is going to be a typical Detroit lottery where we're going to get the fifth, sixth, seventh pick, which we're going to get screwed by the NHL like we did with the NHL with the Wings. We're going to get screwed by the NBA like we always do. But we finally won. We finally won a damn lottery. Oh, it was great. And to be honest with you, I don't even care that if Cade Cunningham wasn't the number one pick and this was a bad draft class, I still would just be excited about winning a freaking lottery. Honestly. This just felt so, so good. And then... You know, in an honest pit, in an honest question is, you know, the Pistons get that first pick. We we win the lottery, and my dad calls, and he he doesn't watch any NBA so or college basketball. So he asked me, and he goes, "How much better is Cade Cunningham? Is he really that much better than everybody else in college basketball and in the G League? Is he really that much better? He is way better. He is game changing better." That's how great Kate Cunningham is. But this is what I said in my rant uh, that I did on my Twitter. This is what I've said since the beginning. The Pistons are built now for a great, great run. Got a great coach, a great GM, a great front office. We've got a great young core, and we can go up to a guy who is a, who's a max contract player and say, look, you can make the playoffs next year. Look what the Heat did. Look at what the Hawks are doing now. I mean, they're doing it with Trey Young. Look at what the Suns are doing. They're doing it with Chris Paul. Look at what all these... That's the new formula. You get a good young core. You get a coach that you trust. And you get a max contract player. And you ride it to... It's no longer... And that's the super team. That is the super team. You draft really well. You get one max contract player, and you hope like hell in that one, in that four-year gap, that it works out. And you have a couple of you have a couple of good young rookies on those rookie deals, and you make a run in the playoffs. That's what it is. That's what we're doing. And that's what's exciting is that we can finally make that turn. And I think, all honesty, next year. Next two three years, we're gonna be play a playoff team, or we'll be a lot of fun, and we might make a we, we might make a run at an NBA Finals. Oh, that was a little too far. That was a bit too far. But listener question, Eric. I'm sorry that I'm gonna mispronounce your last name. Twellinger uh, at Eric T Wiggs asks, how many of the OKC future picks, which is 17, 17 future picks, including this year, they have three. They have the 16, 18, and 6. How many of those picks would it take for me, if I was the GM, to go from 1 to 6? In in essence, that question is purely just Kay Cunningham versus a guy like Scotty Barnes or Mitchell who's down in Baylor. And honestly, it would have to be, I'd have to get the 6 and then, Probably two or three more 
first round picks, or if I don't get that third first round pick, so if I don't get, so I get three first rounders and an all star, or four first round picks. That's how good Kate Cunningham is, in my opinion. Great question, wonderful question, but I can't. I'm not. I've never been so high on a player that the that a Detroit team can actually get. This is amazing. It's fun. I tweeted this out that it's fun looking at mock drafts when you have the first pick. It's just fun because I there's no question about who we're going to get. There's no question. Kay Cunningham is the man with the plan. And don't give me this, oh, we're thinking about trading. No, you're not. You're not thinking about trading nothing. The next, next topic, transition, NBA playoffs. Game two of the Suns was great. Game one for the Hawks and Bucks, that was awesome. NBA playoffs is finally coming. It's finally, it's finally heating up. I feel like it's finally a playoff atmosphere. But here's the one thing that I, here's the one knock on basketball that I have. The refing when it's a key situation ruins the game. I can't stand it. It's one of my pet peeves. It ruins the game. They give timeouts to these coaches and it ruins the game. It ruins the game. I mean, the last last 10 seconds was 40 minutes, it felt like. And all 40 minutes was really just the refs looking at replays. There's got to be a better way. And I get it. You're sitting there and you go, oh, well, you know, we want it to be absolutely perfect. There's no perfect system. Sometimes there's imperfection. And you just have to be okay with that. Just leave it alone. Gosh, I could rant about that forever. But golly gee, I mean, it's game two, and we're replaying every single angle to see how much time's there left. So, oh, let's put point for it. It's not worth it. It's not worth our time. But off of the bad refing, in my opinion, and on to the games, Hawks, Bucks, before the game, I said to uh, some people around me, I said, Bucks in five, it's going to be too easy of a series. That Trey Young is a bad, bad dude. I still think Bucks win. I think they win in six or seven now. But that Trey Young, he is one bad dude. And it's also the most clear in the in the Western Conference. It's so clear. Suns in four. And if Kawhi comes back, Suns in five. But there's no chance, even if Kawhi comes back, that the Clippers can beat the Suns. No chance. No chance. Clip it. when the cl- Clip this little thing and tweet it back at me a long time from now if they do. But there's no chance the Clippers beat the Suns. None. I got Bucks, Suns, and I got Suns winning 9-4. But I've got the Suns winning the NBA Finals over the Bucks. Book it. Then, finally, last playoff topic. It's the NHL playoffs. Islanders, Tampa Bay. Overtime win. What a comeback for the Islanders after losing 8-0, getting absolutely embarrassed by Tampa Bay. Come back home, win in overtime to close it out. That that Coliseum. There's I tweet out that I love everything. I get that. I understand what I do. But golly gee, I love freaking NHL playoffs. I love it. There's nothing better than it. And overtime playoff hockey. I love it. I just wish the Red Wings would be there. Oh, that'd be great. It'd be so great. But look. With this, with the Islanders winning this game, I still think Tampa Bay wins. I still think Tampa Bay wins game seven, and I think Montreal wins game six. Carey Price is so good, and they're so hot right now, and Carey Price is the is the real freaking deal, obviously. And I understand that Vegas is throwing it away, but look, 
still think it's Montreal and Tampa Bay. And I think even with Carey Price being so hot, I just think Tampa Bay is so much better than Montreal overall. I think Vasilevsky or however you say his last name, I really butchered that. I know I did, but I'm trying to make sure this podcast doesn't go too far over. Uh, I think I think Tampa Bay is just just so much better overall than Montreal. At the end of the day, I, I, I do. All right. Tigers. Sweep the Cardinals. Tigers sweep the Cardinals. I don't care. That's two out of two. Don't give me that. Don't tweet at me. Oh, it's got to be three. No. They, there's two games. They won both games. But they've got a rough little schedule coming up. They got the, Ast- they got the Astros coming up now, and they're going to the Indians, and then they get the White Sox. But after that, have you seen their schedule? They're, they might they might go 500. Okay, maybe not. But we got Rangers, Twins, Twins, Rangers, Royals, Twins, Orioles, and then it's August 3rd. Obviously, there's an all-star break in there. But listen to that. Rangers, Twins, all-star break, Twins again, Rangers, Royals, Twins, Orioles, and then it's August 3rd. The best team in that in that grouping is the Royals, who we just swept. And I'm not saying that we're gonna it's gonna be August 3rd and we're playing the Red Sox and we're eight games over 500. That's not what I'm saying. But we might be close. And I think that we're in third place in the AL Central, and it's August 3rd. That wouldn't be too bad. I mean, all my goal is that we finish third and finish. I didn't even say third. I just want 70 wins, 75. I think that's possible. I think we're really showing some. I think they're showing some guts. It helps that we have the hottest the hottest player in baseball in scope. But geez, I love this. I love this Tigers team. At least they're playing above their freaking weight. But I have a hot take about baseball, okay? I've been to a couple Diamondback games in the in the last couple days, okay? And I've seen in person the umps testing out the gloves and testing out the belt and testing out the testing out the hat, making making sure, making sure that there's no pine tar. And I understand that everybody hates the MLB. Oh, we hate the MLB. I've got a hot take for you. I love it. I love it. I think it's hilarious. I mean, what Max Scherzer did to the Phillies and what I just, I think it just adds just an extra little spice. I mean, for Joe Girardi to ask the umps, hey, you need to check this guy's hair? Are you kidding me? I understand we're supposed to hate everything the MLB does. I get that. I know that I'm on the I, Rob Manfraud or whatever. I get it. I freaking love it. I love it. I think it adds a little bit of extra spice, and it gets a lot of clicks on Twitter, and I think it gets a lot of casual eyeballs back onto baseball. I think it's, I think it's bad overall, but I think for the immediate future, it's pretty freaking awesome, and it adds just that extra little oomph to every game. Why not? I don't mind. 
I really think it's awesome, and I love that Max Scherzer is staring down the bullpen. I'm the t- I'm I'm not a typical baseball fan. I'm not old school. I like it when Trevor Bauer does the sword. I like it when Manny Machado and Tatis are yelling and screaming. I love it, and this just adds a little bit of extra, extra oomph. But that leads me to my next uh, listener question, Bush. Wood underscore CS Torkelson's trajectory to the bigs. What do you think it is? I think Torkelson's obviously just absolutely so good down in Erie. He looks amazing. I think he's kind of on the same trajectory as Andrew Vaughn of the uh, Chicago White Sox. I think he has obviously both Golden Spikes winners, obviously really good hitters. Andrew Vaughn, I think it's very similar because Andrew Vaughn at Cal was a first baseman as well. And I think and Abreu's there, so he doesn't. So he plays left field. I think Torkelson's still on that kind of trajectory where he still has to learn the third base position while Cabrera's still here. And I think it's gonna be he won't come up this year, and he probably won't come up next year. Maybe he'll come at like at the forty man roster, or maybe make a couple of one or two appearances. But I think two years from now, him and Riley Green are really gonna come on, and I think they might start in two years. And I. And I think they start hitting right away. I mean, Andrew Vaughn is not a terrible hitter for the White Sox. And I think Torkelson's kind of on that same trajectory as Andrew Vaughn. Yeah, I do. Okay, so this is my next. This is my favorite. All right, next segment. This is easily my favorite segment. I, A personal favorite. I've started this. I don't know if you like it. And guess what? I don't care if you don't like it. It's the European Minute. One minute where I get to talk about soccer, which I love, and F1, which I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to watch. Okay? for qualif- On Saturdays and Sundays, I'm waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning to watch F1. All right? My personal favorite segment, I don't care if you don't like it. Really don't. I'm going to start tracking it. I've got the video up. Starting it in 4, 3, 2, 1. And we begin the European Minute. We got the Euro 2020 going really well. Just finished out the group stage. Now we're going on the knockout stage. I think it's going to be impossibly hard for Belgium to get to the final. But I still think they get to the final four. Belgium and France. Belgium, France in that final four. And I think I got England and Netherlands in the bottom. I think England versus Germany is going to be a huge game. I think that game determines on who is going to make it to the final. And I got England versus Belgium in the final. And I have Belgium winning it all, even though they clearly, clearly have the toughest track. F1 this week. I love that Red Bull's in first, but can they hold on? It helps that they have a home race for the next two races, which doesn't happen very often. I got 15 seconds. Big, big race, next two races to hold on to their F1 Constructors Championship. I still think they do, and I think they break away from Mercedes, and I think Lando Norris, who's in fourth, stays in fourth, which would be a huge year for us Lando fans, and that was the European Minute. Wow. I got a lot of information there. Wow, that was was a lot. Man, I talked a lot. Covered it all. All right, but... Second to last topic, obviously, final thoughts is the last topic. Second to last topic, College World Series. I've got the bracket up back here, right behind me. I love the College World Series. I love baseball. Uh, If you haven't been to the College World Series, I've been a couple times. It's a wonderful event, especially the first weekend. It is an event you need to go to if you even love college. If you love baseball even a minute amount, you need to go to the College World Series. It's so much fun, and anything can happen. Did you watch last night, Vandy? 
Vandy Stanford. Vandy, who is the clear favorite, has nobody on in two outs. Down to the final out, they're about to be eliminated. Two walks, a single, and a wild pitch. And and they win the game. They win the game. College baseball is so much fun because anything, anything can truly happen. And now I'm looking at the bracket. NC State versus Fandy tomorrow. Virginia versus Texas in a big elimination game. I think Texas wins that game. And now you have Mississippi State and NC State just needing to win one game over Vandy or Texas in my mind. I got Mississippi State and Vandy in the final. All right. And for my College World Series prediction, I'm looking at my bracket right now. I've got Vandy and Mississippi State in the final. Give me Mississippi State. I want I got Mississippi State winning the final as the, as the bracket lays out right now. I like Mississippi State over Vandy. I think Vandy beats NC State in the next two games with Rocker and Leiter, who are both future could-be Tigers. And I got Mississippi State beating Texas game one, getting a real big break, and Mississippi State winning the College World Series. That is my prediction. All right. Final topic, final thoughts. Usually I write this down, but I forgot to write down a final thought, so we're just going to come up with this off the top of our cranium. I love sports. There there it is, if you couldn't tell. I do. And this is such a fun time of year where you have so much going on. It's the summertime. I've been to, I went to back-to-back Diamondbacks games because it costs four bucks to go to. It's great. But holy crap, isn't it great just to be back Big Ev of Barstool tweeted it out. In 30-minute span, we had the Yankees. He, well, he's a Yankee fan, so he tweeted this out. The Yankees win, Islanders win, Hawks win, and Vandy advances to the College World Series in probably one of the more crazy endings to a baseball game I've seen in a long time. God, it's great to have baseball back. It's great to have sports back. Ah, it's so exciting. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's great to have a podcast about it. Thank you guys so much for everything you do. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. And if there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. Please follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Detroit Pierce. And we will come out with weekly. I'm coming out with weekly episodes right now. Uh, we're changing it up coming up later uh, next month. We're going to be coming out. Episodes will be coming out on Monday and Wednesday. Video on Friday. We're gonna try to do it every other week. A video on Friday. We do live streaming on Sunday nights. I'm super excited for all of this content coming out starting in July. I appreciate you. God bless. Go to Detroit Sports. <laughs>